The Chinese manufacturers are coming. They're coming. They've been coming for a long time, folks. We've been saying this for the last two years. They are coming, and they're coming quick, and they're coming fast. Xiaomi's devices have been on point in terms of hardware. I think the main thing holding them back is software. When one software company or one OEM in China gets wise and changes their software to be a little bit closer to stock Android, at least close enough to 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 make it palatable, you know, not just an iOS knockoff, iOS clone, we're going to see an explosion, an absolute explosion of Android devices across the planet. And it's going to be crazy. But for now, a lot of these companies are still basically just knockoff companies. This is the face of knockoffs these days. Uh, this company called Doogee has a, a new phone called the Doogee Mix. Uh, it looks exactly like the Xiaomi Mix. So we're at the point now where a, a new young company is knocking off a big company, Xiaomi, that also started as a knockoff company knocking off Apple's devices <laughs> five, six years ago. <laughs> Hell of a world we live in. So this thing is obviously a, uh, a take on the Mi Mix and it looks pretty, but it doesn't look like it's, it's a reliable device from a hardware perspective. Uh, it's got a Helio P25 chipset under the hood. That's a MediaTek processor, so it's very locked down. Uh, the, the, the specs on these MediaTek processors seem fine. They look good, in fact. And on paper, they sound amazing, but in benchmarks, they they never deliver. And you you know how little I care about benchmarks, but they never deliver, ever. And then in, in experience, because I think those devices are so held back by only being able to run the software that's on them, it, it just, I haven't had a great experience with a device, with a Helio processor under the hood, basically, ever. So... Okay, cool. Looks like they took a bunch of really cool specs, great specs, 3,800 milliamp hour battery, like a baller Samsung ISOCELL sensor camera with 16 megapixels on the back, an 8 megapixel front facer, face detection autofocus, dual LED flash, shipping with nougat. Like, it looks cool. Like Gorilla Glass 5, it looks nice. It just don't, I don't believe it's going to be terribly well supported. Now, here's the main, the main takeaway, the main key is if it's not well supported, how much is it? These devices are getting so cheap and it's to the point where it does that like how much does it matter that it's a knockoff this company Doogee has been has been doing phones like this basically just knocking off whatever Xiaomi is up to at the time uh, and and really just pushing how far they can go in terms of specs like they have uh, other other devices with like 6,000 plus milliamp hours like they just don't even care they're just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks so okay I mean who are we to tell them no this is that that's kind of my point is this is where Xiaomi started knocking off other manufacturers <laughs> like that's straight up where they started uh, maybe maybe there's a future in a company like this that's focusing on, on the raw specs and really not all else i'd be curious to get my hands on one of their their devices to see if the build quality holds up at all see if the durability is there see if it's something i can actually expect to use over the next few years 
more than durability though i'd be i'd be curious to see what the display looks like to my actual eyes because on paper it sounds great 5.5 inches super amoled the only resolution that's listed is hd though just as 1920 by 1080 so i don't know if that means that it's set to 1920 to 1080 out of the box or if the actual display has a higher pixel density than that, because that's not a great pixel density. So that to me seems like the main drawback here. The re aside from the system on a chip being a Helio chip. Uh, I, we gotta start to see some more competition and it's not gonna happen until we're okay with saying, yo, we're not gonna be interested. We're not gonna buy these devices unless you're running some stock Android action. So I just watched the net neutrality segment from last week tonight, not the one from like three years ago, the new one. <laughs> He's covering it again. Uh, last time he did this, he directed everyone to the FCC site to file a complaint because the FCC was uh, listening to the to the public on this particular topic. And what's happening right now is, is FCC chairman Ajit Pai is attempting to reclassify, roll back a ton of Obama-era provisions in the FCC uh, and reclassify the internet as a Title I utility, not Title II, if I, if I understand this correctly, if I understand this broadly, uh, th that's what's happening. And ultimately what it amount, amounts to is it gives the, the government far less protection over the, the internet and how it operates. Again, just as a recap for those of you who don't uh, quite know what net neutrality is, what it's all about, why it matters, why we care so much, it's the notion that if I connect to the internet and you connect to the internet and we both pay for a given level of service, we get that level of service without any interference from our internet service provider. The pipe that we use to connect to the internet cannot be arbitrarily policed. They can't treat one packet of data differently from another packet of data because they decide to. This prevents companies like Comcast from doing things like preferring their own services on Comcast networks and throttling Netflix and making you have a miserable time on Hulu and making sure that your Crunchyroll uh, loads slower than you've ever, you'll never see more buffering in your life if this stuff happens. This is the dystopian future vision of the internet. You will have to wait for everything on the internet. You will have to pay extra for access to certain parts of the internet. But right now, because thankfully in 2015, the internet was reclassified under Title II, and we have the provisions that we have. We have the protections for the internet service providers to prevent them from doing this kind of stuff. That will all disappear if Ajit Pai has his way. So here is what John Oliver has uh, has so kindly done. As it turns out, this year the FCC site is a little bit different. They've updated it. It's a little bit harder uh, to to find the particular place where you need to leave the comment. But have no fear, because John Oliver has you covered. He created, uh, he he bought the email, the not the email, the domain name gofccyourself.com and redirected it to exactly the URL that will get you to the proceeding that you need to file for. You can click on Express, uh, and then right there, you can file your complaint with the FCC and make sure that they hear your voice. You can say anything you want 
Uh, I, I mean, maybe be respectful. Uh, the, the actual part of the news here is that during the episode last night on Sunday, Sunday night, uh, there was actually a denial of service attack against the FCC during the episode airing. Seemingly unrelated, no one has really claimed responsibility for it, for it yet, but the FCC did say that they were suffering from a DDoS attack, like, as this episode of Last Week Tonight was airing. So, um, I don't know if they maybe just... <laughs> maybe they're calling it a DDoS attack. Maybe it was just a lot of people hitting that. Maybe it was like what Reddit calls a, a hug of death. Maybe all the viewers just flocked to the site and accidentally hugged it to death. Uh, that's entirely possible. But you should do the same thing. It seems like the site's working right now. It's up in front of me right now. I'm actually typing. You hear that? I mean, th that's just gibberish, but I'm, I'm typing uh, as we speak to to fill out this form, and you should do it too. Make your voice heard. The link is right there down below. Uh, actually, no, you know what? I'm going to link down to the video down below because the link to the site is going to be in the title. It's actually going to be a clickable link. So you can actually, that's the beauty of Anchor. You can click on the FCC, go FCC yourself link in the title of this post. It's an actual active hyperlink. It's a hyperlink that puts you through hyperspace to the hyper website you want to go to.